What it do, baby? We are back here on season two, episode one of Philly versus the world. Chris Kofsky, John Iliato, and Drew Bishop back for the long-awaited re-debut of Philly versus the world. Fellas, I missed you so much. How are you guys doing? Good to hear you missed us, Chris. I didn't miss you at all. Uh, I kind of missed you guys, but... Chris, I gotta say, it's what to do, baby. What to do, baby. What to like do, baby. No, you, you sound like uh, Dick Vitale when you say. It. Oh, that's good. I want to sound like him. No, he's really. good. He's a good. He's a good guy. You know what I missed more than you guys? Football. I missed football. A yes, lot. you're right. And football, it is back this weekend, and we have no time to waste, guys. We have a lot of topics to get to. First topic, Drew. I'm gonna let you introduce this one because it's got something to do with your fellow. Dallas Cowboys. So oh, take it over, Drew. Oh man. So this summer has been the summer of Jerry versus Zeke. And as of recording this podcast on the 4th of September, uh, this morning it was broke that Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys have agreed to a six-year, $90 million contract, which I believe 45 million of that is guaranteed. You add that on top of his next two years of contract, and you've got a little over 103 million on the books for Zeke, making him the highest paid league running back of all time. Now, guys, I have this question for you. Do you like this move for the Cowboys, and do you like this move for Ezekiel Elliott? And I'll start off with Ezekiel Elliott. Honestly, as a Cowboys fan, I think Zeke made out like a madman. I think that for all that we've heard about leverage, for all that we've heard about who has the advantage, who has, you know, the upper hand, it's Jerry. At the end of the day, Jerry writes the checks. Jerry has Zeke on contract for two more years, plus two more franchise tags. And so you're reading about this and you're saying, Zeke's got to miss games. And honestly, I wasn't too panicked about that personally. But seeing this deal get done, seeing Zeke get his money, seeing Zeke get his money for so long in the future. Jerry said in the press release, he said, you know, we had Emmett Smith and Emmett Smith wasn't a four, five, six-year running back. Emmett Smith was a guy who played in the league for about 13 years. So to be an A1 running back, you don't have to have a short career. You can have a lengthy career. I don't know if I vibe into that as much. I would have liked the deal to be five, four years maybe, but I understand what was at the table. For the Cowboys, obviously a fantastic deal. Uh, I'd like to wait and see how the salary cap's going to play out, how this is going to affect the pie, quote-unquote. But overall, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you got to like this from all angles. Your star player got his money. He's happy. Your franchise put out that money. Your franchise is happy with that deal. And so at the end of the day, all smiles in Arlington. And there is no doubt about it that the Cowboys are a better team. They are a playoff team with Zeke Elliott on their team. If Zeke did not sign, I don't think the Cowboys would be anywhere close to a playoff team. Ooh. I do not think that Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and they do have a solid defense, I don't think they could have got the job done without Zeke. So they did get the job done. It was smart, and you made a great point. All summer long, we hear Jerry Jones got leverage. You know, he doesn't care. Zeke's got two years left on his contract. You miss games, guess what? They're going to find you. But then at crunch time, with less than a week to go into the season, Jerry Jones gives in. And you know what? I wonder if that was his, his mentality the whole time. We'll wait until the last possible mo moment to see if Zeke gives in, and then we'll give in. They because, were very prepared Yes, for that, yeah. and you know what? They, they had to get the deal done. It's a lot of money, but just like we used to talk about with Bryce Harper, if you want the player, you yeah. got to pay for the player, and that's mm -hmm. what the market dictates. But now, one thing I look ahead to is now, okay, Todd Gurley, last year he became the highest paid. Now it's Zeke. Now when it's time for guys like Saquon and McCaffrey and Kamara to get paid, yeah. They're going to have to break the bank. Yeah. Because you know. you know what? Yeah, maybe Zeke might be better than those guys, depending on how you rank them. But hey, 
They want the money. They see what Zeke got paid. They see what Gurley got paid. Mm -hmm. They want to get paid that or more. So it really sets the foundation for running backs in the future getting paid. But I love this move for the Cowboys. They needed Zeke on their team. They got Zeke, and now the Cowboys can go into the season without any distractions. I like the move for the Cowboys. I think they made the right decision by re-signing Ezekiel Elliott. But Jerry Jones, Dirty Jerry, he caved. He lost the negotiations. Yeah, he did, absolutely. And you know what? It came in his mind. He said, I'm almost 85 years old, however old he is, right? <laughs> I'm about to die soon. This Ezekiel Elliott kid is 24 years old, and he's gaming me right now? <laughs> whatever. Just give him the money. As long as you can, his ass is in here, we're Super Bowl contenders, give him whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. And it took $50 million for a running back, which is nuts. $90 million total, but he won't see the rest of the $40 million. But $50 million. Guess who's making $50 million as well? Miles Plumley of the NBA. <laughs> All right? Yeah, exactly. A ton of mediocre right? NBA players exactly. are making LeBron makes that when he wakes up and rolls yes, out of that in the morning. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay? So, if I'm the Cowboys, it's a good move. If I'm Ezekiel Elliott, I'm happy as hell. But I'm so interested to see how the Cowboys are going to pay Dak. Yeah. They're going to pay Amari now. Are they going to let go of Byron Jones? They have to pay Vander Eesh soon, too? No, like, he's a first-round no, pick. He's a first-round pick. He was a rookie last year. Yeah, he was a first-round okay. pick last extended, so he's got five years. So yeah. let's let's recap. They already extended They already extended Jalen Smith. Smith. That was kind of a hometown deal, yeah. right? Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. That was early. We forget about that. Lyle you Collins. Got, you got Zeke. Yeah, Lyle Collins, but, you know, bits and pieces, pieces of straw. Now it's just Dak and Amari. So you, you release Byron Jones – I'm telling you right now, from Cowboys camp, Chodobi Awuzie is impressing people. Byron Jones has been hurt. Their secondary is the most impressive unit right now on the field. So they might very well take that option and not deal with Byron Jones. Before we go to the next topic, quick question. Who gets who gets paid first, Dak or Mari Cooper? Dak. Dak's going to get a deal done before the season starts. I think they're going to pay Cooper first. Really? I don't I, think they want to pay Cooper yet because of uh, the lingering leg issue. I think they'll wait until after this season to pay Dak and evaluate him. I will maybe. I think Coop. I think Coop's very happy this season, so I think they'll wait till after the season for Coop. But uh, we'll just have to see. All right. And now, speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about some quarterbacks who are not starting for their team, but they potentially have a chance to start midseason. Guys like Josh Rosen, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, and others. My question to you guys is: Which one of these backup quarterbacks will see the team? What will see the field first for their team? I I think it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. I, I like Case Keenum last year, but I like him with a team that's a contender. Mm-hmm. The Redskins are not a contender. They don't have a great defense. They don't have great receivers. They're running games up in the air. Case Keenum is going to experience things that he experienced at Denver plus worse because that mm-hmm. Denver team was better than this Redskins team, and that's not really saying much. So I think sooner or later the Redskins are going to be like, we need to sell tickets, and we need to see something out of this organization. Let's just throw Dwayne Haskins into the fire because guess what? We're only going to win three games this season no matter what. Mm-hmm. So we might as well do it with our young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins under center because Case Keenum is not going to get the job done. And Alex Smith, he's not going to be coming back anytime soon. I hope to see him back. It's a great story, but he's not going to come back. And Colt McCoy, if, if Colt McCoy comes back and the Redskins give the job to Colt McCoy 
over Dwayne Haskins? That's just stupid. Because guess what? Colt McCoy is not your franchise quarterback. He is never really? going to be a franchise quarterback. Breaking news from Chris. Yeah, breaking news. I don't know, but the Redskins <laughs> wanted to start him if he was healthy. They wanted to put him under center if he was healthy. He was pretty nice in Texas, though, when he was a Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my but God. We could he go, was a beast. We could go to a list of all these guys that were great in college and then yeah. couldn't do anything in the NFL. But what about you? What do you guys yeah. think will so start I first? So I completely agree with you, Chris, in regards to your philosophy on this issue. Haskins is one of mine. The other one is Drew Locke, and here's why. He's on IR, though. Both of those. He's on IR right Yeah, they now. put him on IR. Really? With his thumb. I didn't yeah. know that. He's on IR. Okay. Regardless, I'm still going to stick with him, assuming the thumb injury isn't an all-season thing, okay. because here's why. Yeah, they can this, bring him back week eight. Yeah, this, yeah he's this, eligible week eight. The situations that you have to target are the situations where you have a halfway man in a older an older veteran quarterback, and then the backup who is the fresh legs, who's the juice, who's the the thing that gets the fans excited, right? In Denver, you have Flacco, and in Washington, you have Case Keenum. Those are both guys that easily, if they struggled for even, like, a game, two games, you know, and the fans get a little, you know, antsy, you're going to put in your first rounder, so on and so forth. And that's why the Giants are a decent pick, too. You expect the Giants to be a little more strong-armed because I feel like they have PTSD from the entire uh, Geno Smith mm. situation. They feel like, like they owe it to Eli right? Manning. You, you feel that way. Like, they tested it already, and they're never going back. Mm-hmm. But that's another situation, right, where your veteran quarterback starts to falter, and you get a little antsy with your with your backup, just like the Browns last year with Tyrod Taylor. Eli looks pretty good in the preseason, though. And I know it's just preseason, but, I mean, they, he looked decent. This is the mentality of a New York slash New Jersey sports fan. They but get, I hate the they Giants. They get hyped. They get hyped in preseason. But I hate the Giants. Why would I praise them Listen, if it wasn't I true? I fell for it when Sam Bradford went ten for ten against the Packers. <laughs> okay, so I'm not falling for that crap anymore. But anyway, I think it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. But I'm going to go with Will Greer, the backup quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. I'm not sold on the Panthers. Or Cam Newton. I agree. With the Panthers. I think Will Greer could come in and lead that team and do some good things. Wait, wait, wait. Let me yeah. clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me clarify. No Go injury. Ahead. Like, they pulled No, no, no. Cam. Injury. Yeah, injury. I think. I'm sorry. I should have so clarified you're wishing that. wishing an injury upon Cam No, I'm not wishing. He's I'm just playing his odds. I'm, yeah, I'm projecting Play, Playing the odds. To Cam Newton. Because, dude, a shoulder injury is really, really bad. And a foot. He was in a and walking yeah, boot. Gonna, yeah. Come on. I don't think he's going to have that good of a season. But I think Will Greer steps in and takes... The team. Slightly uh, missing the playoffs. Oh, but we'll get into I those know. things we'll later. Get later. <laughs> we'll get into later. I think Will Greer is the future of the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I would agree with that. Not not that he might be the first one to start, but I think they drafted Will Greer saying, hey, we don't know what Cam's going to bring us. This is kind of a make or break year for Cam. And, John, you're right. You're playing the odds. Cam Newton gets hurt a lot. Yeah. He misses time or he's always on the injury report every season. You know what I mean? He had the shoulder surgery. He looked like garbage at the end of last season. So, I don't know. Betting on Will Greer to back up right. a guy who is always injured, is that, hey, that's a safe bet if we were at the casino right and, now. And in our mock draft, or when we were leading up to the mock draft, we did mention Will Greer. We were talking about young quarterbacks that really surprised us. And we, we talked about Will Greer a lot as a kind of a sleeper candidate amongst all the, the main guys in the first round. So, it, it'll be interesting to see how he develops. That, that's an interesting take. I think we even said that Will Greer might go to the Panthers. I thought we, we talked about that. Maybe, but. Patriots were a possibility. Yeah. Patriots thought, were a yeah, possibility. Got him, and then, hey, they, they, they cut, got Jared Stidham. And they cut, he might start. If Tom, Brady, <laughs> if Tom Brady gets hurt, he might just be the next Yeah. One. They might just bench him down the line. You know, nice. You don't know. But, you I know, might go with Clayton Thorson because, you know, he's a backup quarterback in Dallas. I mean, he's on the practice squad. So, and 
they brought in Clayton Thorson before even signing Dak Prescott. That tells me that the Cowboys are not even sold on Dak. Or maybe he'll become yes. the new offensive. Maybe become the new offensive coordinator. You, know, you do know Clayton Thorson is not our backup, right? It's Cooper Rush. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Cooper Rush. Who the hell is he? Uh, They're gonna bring in Clayton Thorson, the guy <laughs> from Northwestern. Oh, they're bringing Kellen Moore off the offensive coordinator side. <laughs> yeah, he's the QB coach. Off the headset. Yeah. Going in. <laughs> Go in. Or John Kidda, right? Or Kidda, John oh, right? Great. All right. This one, this one's for me and all the J-E-T-S Jet-Jet-Jet lovers out there. After the Jets get a new head coach in Adam Gates, a new GM in a face that John knows very well in Joe Douglas, an elite running back in Le'Veon Bell, an elite linebacker in C.J. Mosley. Sounds and the, like you wrote this question. I did. Yeah. And a second-year quarterback in Sam Darnold. Are, do all the moves the Jets made this season, are they a legit team this year to make a playoff run? And you know what? I think the Jets are legit this year. I think they're the second-best team in their division. I think so many people are hyped on the Bills. Oh, Josh Allen this, Josh Allen that. Who's Josh Allen throwing to? You know, don't give me that Cole Beasley stuff because he's a good slot receiver. He's a white rapper. So can't means, discount that. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. And he's in Buffalo. Now. He's in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bills Mafia, yes. But I think people are riding the Bills too much. I think the Steelers, I think the Ravens, teams that could threaten the Jets, they take a step back this year. I'm not sold on Lamar Jackson yet. He's got to prove himself to me. He's got to prove himself to the NFL. Another guy with a lot of talent, a quarterback, but not a lot of weapons on the outside around him. And I look at the Steelers. I don't know how they're going to be without life without Antonio Brown. I just don't know. Big Ben's getting older. I think the Jets, I think Le'Veon Bell, he may have a total of 25,000 scrimmage, 2,500 scrimmage yards this year. I think they're going to use him a lot. And I think the Jets, if their defense cleans up a little bit with Greg Williams coaching them, I think they can be a legit playoff team this year. I'm not saying they're going to win the division because they're not ready to throw in the patch yet. But if they play good football, if they beat the teams that they should beat and win a few big games that are up in the air— they could be a playoff team with nine to ten wins. That's just that's just I'm hopeful, but I'm also logical. I think that could happen for the Jets. Okay, so the question says uh, after the moves they made, are they a legit team this year? And the answer is yes. So me and John, when the Jets made all these moves last year, we were just we had nothing to do in the studio, so we just sat there and we penciled in like okay. a list of AFC teams. To I remember see. that. And we I think we slotted them at like eight or nine, like because you. Try it at home if you have the if, if you want to try to find a way to put the Jets in the top six teams I did. of the AFC I did it. I did without it. leaving someone out who's a clear contender. I did That's it. very difficult. They're a wild card in your thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to see who you left out. But the point is, is that yes, you could see C.J. Mosley having a, a fantastic defensive year, a la Khalil Mack, and you could see Le'Veon Bell coming back even better than ever when he was the number one fantasy option uh, the prior year. You know, you you could see Sam Darnold taking the step up, looking like that USC product that you know the Jets invested in. But at the end of the day, the competition bodes me to say no, they're not a contender, they're not a playoff contender. But like once again. They're, the reason I say they're a legit team is because their ceiling has now been set, right? Mm -hmm. They now have a lot higher of a ceiling. And if the Jets went ten and six this season, I wouldn't be like, "Whoa!" Like my, the streets are burning. Like this is crazy. Like, but I, I would also be like, "Oh wow, the Jets like are beating these teams that originally I thought were going to be a lot better." That's probably. Did you have the Colts on that list? No, on the list of teams that on were going to be above the Jets. Did we? We yeah, probably because that that, that bumps that's, the Jets that's up. A, that's a huge reason why the Jets. That bumps the Jets up to number that, seven it, now it, on it your is. list, that's baby. One, that's one more. But I, hey, the 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 Colts. You take out one guy. I mean, is Jacoby Brissett going to be that bad? The Colts still have a very solid chance. But I, I'm mm. with you there, right? There has been right. a slot removed. Once again, I think the Jets. They're serious, but we'll have to see. Yeah.
It's not going to be easy. Yeah. I think the moves that you're not paying too much attention to, which deserves a lot of attention for me at least, is Jameson Crowder. Mm-hmm. I picked him up in fantasy. Okay. Darnold loves throwing to the side absolutely. slot receiver. Yeah, absolutely. And Jameson Crowder, he's nice when it comes when it comes to coming out of the slot. Mm-hmm. I really like him. And also Quinn and Williams, man, that guy's had such a great training camp, but no buzz whatsoever. Yeah. I really like what the Jets I like did him in too. the draft. I mean, despite dropping their third round pick, Jakai Polite, that's oh god, what a waste. But when their tight end Chris Herndon comes back from that suspension, offense. Yeah, he loves well. him. Darrell loves so, him. I think the Jets are going to the playoffs. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. Yeah, because I think Sam Darnold, he's going to take a step up. I listen. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's not like some idiot that we have in Cleveland. Oh yeah, I'm going to chug this beer at a Cleveland Indians game. Who was the runner-up rookie of the year? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And is prepped for a championship. All right, we'll get into it. We'll get into it later. But I'm just saying. I have yeah, faith in Sam like Darnold. I don't. Him? It's not that I don't like Baker Mayfield. I just don't like some of the crap that he does because he always has to win the moment. Like he, he's just a class clown. Listen, I'm a class clown. I could recognize a class clown when I see one. All right, class clowns should not be quarterback. I mean, except me. I'm a good quarterback. <laughs> You're the quarterback. John, John believing in the Jets solely because of Joe Douglas. Now, right? You believe in the Joe Douglas hype. Yeah, my man. All right, guys, next topic. <laughs> the Eagles made an offer for Melvin Gordon. So should Philadelphia go after Melvin Gordon despite having Miles Sanders, Corey Clement, Jordan Howard, and Darren Sproles in the backfield? And in my opinion, hell yeah. Why not? Melvin Gordon's dirty, man. He's a good. He's a good running back. He's a guy that could come out of the backfield, catch passes. He's almost what Melvin Gordon, or he's almost what Miles Sanders is projected to be. And Jordan Howard, he's a solid running back. I kind of like what he did in Chicago, but I'm not a huge fan of him as I am in Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon, he's motivated to get paid. I know Jordan Howard is on his last year of his deal, but Melvin Gordon's more pissed than Jordan Howard is. I like guys that come in and pissed off. Melvin Gordon, when he gets signed to a nice big free agent deal next year or whenever he gets it, the Eagles could potentially get a compensatory pick in the third round. Give it to him. All mm-hmm. right? Get rid of Jordan Howard. Bring in Melvin Gordon. You see, the thing is, if the Eagles were to get Melvin Gordon, I believe the trade was somewhere it was like a second-round pick, right, and Jordan Howard. I think I the, they swap mid-rounders. Yeah. They swap mid-rounders and Jordan, and Jordan Howard. Goes goes and then Cash So goes to the Eagles if I'm the, the Chargers. No, so the Chargers would still have to, to pay. Yeah, Gordon they would eat. They right. would eat his contract. Yeah, if okay. I am the Eagles, I'm sorry. If I'm the Chargers, I want Miles Sanders. I'm giving you. Ah! I'm giving you Melvin Gordon. You said they they represent. They kind of are like the same type of running back, and I would agree with you. But I want Miles Sanders. I don't want Jordan Howard because I need to compensate for Melvin Gordon. Give me Miles Sanders. And you know what the thing is? It, it, it's a good move if you're the Eagles because you're getting a guy when healthy who is a top seven, top five running back. But the thing is, he's the type of guy who does good. He does well when he gets a lot of touches in the game. You feed him the ball, and you feed him the ball. It'd be tough to kind of take him off the field and put Miles Sanders in there. So if you're the Eagles and you really want Melvin Gordon, you got to be saying, okay, we'll take Melvin Gordon. You have to get ready to depart with with uh, Miles Sanders. And I think if I'm, I'm an Eagles that. fan, I'm okay with that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm okay with that. If you want, if you want Melvin Gordon, give up Miles Sanders. No, it, it, no? no deal. Honest, honestly. 
This whole topic, this whole news break is such a joke. The Eagles, all I've seen this summer is the Eagles just being, you know, the, the person who goes to the mall and just peeks in the store for a little bit and looks at the prices and then just leaves and goes to the next store. There's nothing wrong. I do that all the time. But that's the Philadelphia Eagles this season. Jadavion Clowney, oh, how much is he? Oh, let's see. Oh, someone else will buy him. Oh, you know, who's that? They're doing their uh, diligence. Okay, so... Let's go back to something that's very, very far away, very long time ago. It's when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. You remember that? Do you remember? John will never forget that. Do you that. remember who? February 4th, 2018? Are you kidding me? That will be the happiest day of his life, no matter if he has kids or a wife, forever be the happiest <laughs> day of his life. Married. Do you remember <laughs> what running backs they had on their team? An, an inexpensive LeGarrette Blunt, right? This, this was a team... Um, Remind me of the other guy, the guy you, uh, you JJ Jai, right? That John always underestimates. This is the Eagles' mo. This is Howie Roseman's mo: is to win a Super Bowl with inexpensive free agent pickups to make a midseason trade in a hole that you need. Right now, Howie is just doing his due diligence. Melvin Gordon doesn't fit in this offense at all. While he would look great, while it would be very awesome to have a primary back in the backfield who can also run bubble screens, so on and so forth, Melvin Gordon doesn't fit with the Eagles. He doesn't fit with what Howie Roseman wants. He just he, he shouldn't be there. They don't need that type of contract situation surrounding their ball club. So, no, they shouldn't go after him, especially since they've invested a trade into Jordan Howard, a pick into Miles Sanders, and time into Corey Clement. So, at this point, I would leave it be. I kind of think it's a joke. I kind of think the Eagles are just that team that's going to every single high-profile free agent is going to get investigated. They're all going to get a deal. This one today was laughable. The one that they, the the, the trade that they proposed was laughable. Hey, it was. I mean, can you blame? It was. It was mall. It, it was mall it? shopping. It's it was never going to happen. Like, the like, Chargers have yes, to eat the contract, and you swap yes. picks, and you give them Jordan Howard. I'm okay with browsing. But that's what I'm saying. Is all they're doing is browsing. So no, they shouldn't. And no, I don't think they won't. I don't even think they're seriously considering. No, this they're in not the war serious. Room. And you know what? I, it just seems like a lot of headache. You know, they 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 needed running backs this offseason. Their running back core was just. Disgusting going into free agency. Mm-hmm. They draft. They they drafted Miles Sanders. They signed Jordan Howard. Why are you making a big deal about it? You got yourself a nice duo in your backfield. I like the Eagles duo. I like yeah. Miles Sanders. I like Jordan Howard. I think Miles Sanders. He's going to eventually take over the main role. Right now, Howard is listed ahead of him on the depth chart. But I mean, John, I know you know it too. Miles Sanders is going to take over that number one spot eventually. Oh, Miles Sanders is the number one starting running back right now. No, Howard's number one on the depth chart. No, no, no. no. It's I Miles. thought I saw it before that today. Howard, today, really? Miles Sanders is running with the ones at practice today. But depth chart wise, Howard is number one. It doesn't matter depth okay. chart right now. Okay. Yeah. And I. But Miles Sanders. Why even it. go through all this this whole process to get well, Melvin Gordon for why a year? Not? For a year? No, not no, not for a year. He's got two years left okay. in his deal. No, I mean, well, look. But you got to sign him. Like, are you confident that if you traded for Melvin Gordon that he would play for a year on no. his contract? Well, with your the thing team? is, listen, winning cures a lot of things. The Chargers Wait, are winners? They're not winning. Oh. What have they won? Well, they haven't won as much as the Eagles. In, okay, in, good. In that's what I'm talking about. That's, what I'm, that's, that's a good what point. I'm they're about. not a losing team. The Chargers are a contender yeah, but listen, every all right, year. Hold on. But Melvin Gordon comes from a place where their own fans don't even come to their own games. Melvin Gordon, every Do you time, think every Gordon's time. pockets care about No, the no. I'm saying he's going to enjoy being a Philadelphia Eagle because, one, Howie's always going to pay he's his also guys. He's enjoy a check. Yeah, no, I understand. He starts to enjoy whoa, whoa, the Eagles. Hey, hey, how about this? Howie can fit it in. Howie is a wizard when it comes to the cap. All right? 
I'm not just saying. No, I mean, Drew, Drew makes a good point. He does. Melvin Gordon wants to go somewhere where he's going to get paid. And, and the Eagles, That's fine. They don't, they're not going to pay running backs. They're not going to be they're one of those teams. Pay they're not that team. But they're not that team. Well, the thing is, they are convinced that they could get Melvin Gordon in here and convince him to stay and keep his mouth shut. Uh, yeah, dude, listen. Michael, they're not convinced. They're window shopping. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised. Say Jordan Howard ends up disappointing in midseason, right? And Melvin Gordon is still on the trade block. I wouldn't be surprised if okay. the Eagles were like, oh, you know what? Here, we'll give you Jordan Howard and our third-round pick. Just give us Melvin Gordon. All right. And it's it's nice to look ahead. Because but, they always make a midseason right. trade, it's, too. It's nice to look ahead. But, guys, this season, it hasn't even started yet. It starts tomorrow, Thursday it night football. Right <laughs> Packers, it starts right now. Packers. It starts right now. But you're right. Right now, on Philly versus Wait, the world. Actually, real quick. When this podcast comes out, the Packers and Bears game is probably going to be played already. Yeah. So let's go with our picks first for, for, for the Packers and Bears game. Packers, Bears. Yeah, I'm okay. going with the Packers. All right, give me the Packers. You? Yeah, Packers. Packers? Okay. Packers. All right, guys. Now that we got our Thursday night football games under our belt and picked, we took we all took the Packers. It's time for our NFL predictions where we are going to predict division winners, wild cards, and most importantly, Super Bowl champions. And the MVP. And the MVP. All right, guys. Let's start with the AFC South. Who do you guys got winning the AFC South? Why are we starting with the AFC South? I don't know. Just what are we, one. just going the worst to first there or worst division? No, right, I whatever. don't know. I just picked. I know. I'm just, just messing with I'm just I busting your chops, buddy. All right, so the AFC South, I have the Texans winning it. By a lot. Yeah, I have the Texans at eleven and five winning the division. I also have the Texans. Could be a could be a ten and six, could be an eleven and five. Yeah. But they might feast on this division, so we'll see. Okay. Let's go to the AFC West. I have the Chiefs winning this division at thirteen and three. Jesus. Yeah. I love the Chiefs this year. I know Drew doesn't love, like I them. I love I love the Chiefs this year as well. Drew doesn't love them though. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. No, the Chiefs are nice, but I'm picking the Chargers. What? I'm picking the Chargers. With no running game, struggles on the offensive line, you're going That's with the Chargers. No, he's not bad, but he's not Melvin Gordon. I'm going I'm going with the Chargers. Okay. They were 4-0 without Melvin Gordon last year. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Let's go to my team's division, the AFC East. I, I want to say the Jets, but I know I'd be an idiot. So, you know, you know I'm taking the Patriots at 12-4 to win the division. Uh, yeah, Pats. Pats. I'm going on with the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with the Patriots. The Patriots. All right. Now to one of the divisions with a lot of heat this summer, the AFC North. I'm buying it. I'm ready for the Cleveland Browns, baby. 11-5. and five. AFC North champions, baby. Dog pound. All right. Calm down. I got the Steelers winning it. Browns are right on their heels, though. In my playoff picture, the Steelers are the fourth seed and the Browns are the fifth. So it's narrow. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is going to be Steelers' division. Because, listen, they got the headaches out of the window. Yeah. All right? One's in Oakland and one's in New Jersey. I'll take okay? it. I love that headache, All baby. Right? That's fine. That's fine. He's doing nothing listen, but happiness Pittsburgh right now. Pittsburgh is a nice, yeah. quiet little big town. If that yeah, no, sense, no. I've okay? been there. It's beautiful. Th- yeah. yeah. I haven't been there, but it's full of steel. It's boring. You're right. And they bridges. Want, a yeah. lot of bridges. Exactly. Okay, sure. But they don't want guys like Antonio Brown that just... They don't want to burn drama. bridges. Yeah, they don't want to burn the bridges. Exactly. So, no, actually they do because they just sent their asses out of there. So, <laughs> that's just burning a bridge. But I think the Steelers are just going to win that division by a lot, actually. Okay. I don't, you're going to see okay. what I have so, the Browns. And don't sleep on the Ravens, either. I was, yeah, I was concerned about the Ravens. I'm not, I'm, not feeling, uh, I'm not feeling the Ravens. I'm feeling them. I'm not feeling the Ravens. I'm feeling them. It's going to be a good division. 
Every Sunday in that division is going to be hype. So, two wild card teams, guys. I got the Jets. I have the Jets with the first wild card spot at the five seed, and the Steelers at the second wild card spot at the six seed, making my seeding the Chiefs the one seed, the Pats the two seed, the Browns the three seed, the Texans the four, Jets the five, Steelers the sixth. All right, so who is in your AFC championship? I'm going with a rematch from last year. Chiefs versus Patriots. Chiefs get their redemption. Okay, so okay. So for my AFC, I got uh, number one seed Chargers, number two Patriots, number three Texans, number four Steelers, and then my wild cards, I got the Browns at five, and I got the Chiefs sliding in at six. All right. So I have the Patriots at number one, the Chiefs at number two, the Steelers at number three, the Texans at number four, and the Chargers at number five, and Chris's New Jersey Jets at number six. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can kiss you right now, John. I love it so much. Only Drew gets to kiss me. (laughs) That's getting cut. That's getting cut. (laughs) Hey, what if I give you 500 bucks? (laughs) So anyway, I'm going to go with the Jets over the Browns because I'm not buying the Browns. It's too much hype, okay? Mm -hmm. It's Dream Team-esque. From the 2011 Philadelphia Eagles. I've seen this crap before. I've seen this <laughs> crappy movie. All right? Browns are not making the playoffs. So who is in your AFC Championship game and who wins? So th- my AFC Championship game is, like Chris, Patriots and Chiefs. And uh, actually, I have, yeah, it's Chiefs at the Patriots. Oh, okay. okay. My my AFC Championship is the Chargers and Patriots. That's a rematch of, uh, what is it, division round last year? Yeah. Okay. Time to jump into the NFC. We might as well go into your guys' favorite division in the NFC East. Yeah, baby, first. Eagles no. will take that division with a record of eleven and five. Wait, can you just repeat it? I, I had a hard time. I, had, I, I said the Eagles will win that division. The, the, that is you, the you NFC. Hear that too, Drew? I hear it. At eleven right, and five, the Eagles will win that division. I heard it all last year too. Oh, nice. That's what I heard all last year. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, we've never had a repeat champion since '04. That's true. So hey, <laughs> and. Uh, just say who you guys are picking, even though it's pretty obvious. Yeah, John's John's got it going without saying, but I got uh, so I, I got the Cowboys. Oh. Okay. At you know, we'll say ten and six because I'm nice. You're like so predictable. So you, you know think that? the Cowboys so will? We didn't they, even have to ask you, you for your prediction. You think the Cowboys will win the NFC East with a record of ten and six? I have them. Jesus. So I have well, them as ten and have, six, yeah. but the number two, but so, number two in that division. Yeah, so what do you what do you have the Eagles' record to then? It would be like nine and seven, ten and six. Wow, unbelievable! Wow. It would okay. be like I. The think disrespect. The, I honestly think the birds will go ten and six, and it'll all be like tiebreaker. Okay. 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 All right. So obviously, I have the Eagles winning that division. All right, NFC North. Go yeah. Pack, go baby! I'm going with the Packers. Big bounce back year from Aaron Rodgers, Matt Lafleur, free Aaron Jones. I'm loving the Packers this year. Man, all I got is the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. Just another year for this for this offense and this defense to grow and develop. I, I think we're seeing a, a contender in the making. No, not the Bears, okay? The Bears have Mitchell Trubisky. I, I don't have faith in Mitchell Trubisky at all. And I think the Bears are that team that everyone is super hype about but is just going to disappoint, all right? So I have the Packers winning that division. All right. All right, let's go to the – NFC South. I have the Falcons with a big bounce back year, winning that division this Hello. this year. Interesting. I have the Saints, but I may have the Falcons in my playoff picture. Oh, so we don't get to find out until 45 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> so I have the Saints winning the division, but I was so close to picking the Falcons. I really like the Falcons this yeah. year, especially with Dan Quinn 
calling the defensive plays yeah. now. They don't have a defensive coordinator. Dirk Cotter back there now with yeah, with Dirk, yeah, Dirk is back. Ryan. So why not? I, I and I think Julio Jones, I think they're gonna figure it out why he can't get in the end zone. And I think he's going to have at least like 10, 11 touchdowns this year. I'd love that. All right. Last division, the NFC West. I'm going to take the Rams just because I wanted to take the Seahawks, but I don't think their wide receiver depth is there yet. And I just, I think the Rams are going to have not as good of a year as they did last year, but still sneak into the playoffs because they're the better team in their division. I think the Rams are going to build on last year and be slightly better than last year. Last year, I mean, they were a superpower last year. I don't think that they're going to be like a god this year, but I think that they're going to build on it and build off the mistakes that they made throughout their playoff run, and I'm taking the Rams. I am not taking the Rams. I think that they're going to disappoint. Not a total disappointment, but three points in the Super Bowl – Okay, that's embarrassing. Doug Peterson scored 41 on Bill Belichick. Sean McVay, the great Sean McVay, the 33-year-old who remembers every single thing about his life and from three years ago, oh, my God, he only scored three points. What a lousy coach. (laughs) All right, so I had the Seahawks winning the NFC West. All right, and then the seeding for me goes Packers is the one, Falcons is the two, Eagles is the three, Rams is the four, Bears with the first wild card, and Saints with the second wild card. No Cowboys in my playoff picture. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, go Jets. Um, so, so mine actually makes sense. Uh, I don't have the Seahawks or the Packers in my top two, unlike the two people next to me. I'm going Rams number one, Bears number two, Cowboys number three, Saints number four, Eagles are going to get in at five, and the Falcons are going to slide in at six. And that is going to be a hot uh, offensive NFC playoffs. That yeah. is going to be an exciting NFC yes. playoffs. You say offensive, but the Bears are in it. Yeah, but look at the other five teams. I get it, but the Bears? Even the Bears? The Bears? Play. They don't even have a kicker. How <laughs> are they going to score Eddie, points? They have Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> Eddie <laughs> Pinheiro. What is he? The, the thing I cook in my restaurant? <laughs> huh? A pizza spaghetti, yeah. a meatball, a pie. Yeah, Eddie Pinheiro. That's the new thing on the menu. God, <laughs> Jesus. No, so NFC, I have the Eagles as the number one seed. The number two seed, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Number three seed, I have the Green Bay Packers. The number four seed, I have the New Orleans Saints. Number five seed, I have the L.A. Rams. And number six seed, I have the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> At All nine right. and seven. So, All right. who is your AFC champion? Who is your NFC champion? And who do you guys have in the Super Bowl? My Super Bowl matchup is actually a matchup that we'll be playing this year on TV. It's a Sunday night football game. Chiefs, Packers, Super Bowl for me. All right, so I'm going to go Battle of L.A. Rams are returning to the Super Bowl, returning NFC champions, and they're going to face the Chargers. You want to do MVP? Phillip Rivers, MVP season. Patty Mahomes, back-to-back, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, about to, yeah. you're about to get toasted by me every Sunday. Oh I'm just going to go to you, and I'm just going to be like, how about that? How about that? I will and see. it's going to be a regression, regression, regression. When he scores. Well, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to regress from 50 I can't touchdowns. Wait. I when can't he throws wait. three touchdowns this Sunday, I'm going to wear my Patty Mahomes Texas Tech does. jersey in here, and I'm going to rub it in your face. I can't, I can't wait when it's like week three, and he throws for like 210 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. All right. Everyone's just like, who is this? Take, take, all right. Keep it in your pants, gentlemen. All right. So listen, it's going to be Seahawks, Eagles, NFC Championship. I have the Eagles winning it. And then the AFC championship, it's Chiefs at Patriots. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. 
Ooh, you got Andy Reid. LaShawn McCoy and Andy Reid versus their old team. Doug Peterson versus his old team. Is there is Big Red gonna win the first Super Bowl against his former team, or is Doug Peterson gonna win his second Super Bowl against, against his, his mentor? mentor. Protege versus mentor. Oh, yeah, oh. Boy. That's, a, that's the best Super Bowl matchup that is in a good my Super opinion. Bowl matchup that you could ever have this year. Yeah. Nobody can name a better matchup than that. Huh? I think Cal- I think uh, I think Cowboys and Patriots like I knew wins you were always. That. I knew that. I think yeah. that I think that, that wins. So I think that beats. Boring, I think that beats. That's every like other everybody. That's nah. every loser's favorite Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Every like bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Fan. My right. MVP. Aaron freaking Rodgers. I love it. I love it. Matt Lafleur. Okay, the Frenchman that he is. He's gonna do good things huh? with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Good things. All right, and I know we're close on time, but. I, I know none of you guys, you guys have a, none of you guys have a grinds my gears, but I got my grinds yeah, my go gears. Ahead. You know what really grinds my gears? And this one goes out to a stupid little mouse that's coaching the New York Mets. That's you, Mickey freaking Callaway. You are an idiot. How do you stand at the podium yesterday after they blew, blew up, they blew the lead, they gave up Five runs, no, six, six runs, six runs to lose the game, and you stood there like a freaking moron. The no, puppy, seven runs, seven Chris, runs, seven, seven runs. Whatever. In the ninth inning, seven. It was eight, nine. <laughs> who cares? You stood at the podium like a freaking moron rat that you are, and said, "Edwin Diaz had electric stuff. I should smack you upside your head." He had no electric stuff out there. If he had somewhat electric stuff, guess what? The Mets, they have a wild card spot right now. Because all he does They're is... five games back. They don't have a wild card No, I said if he had electric oh, stuff, oh. all he, he does he, the only does is blow saves, blow saves, blow saves. He sucks. And so does Mickey Callaway. I stood here last year telling John, oh, the Mets are better than the Phillies. The Mets are better than the Phillies. Guess what? I'm an idiot. You know what? Thank you. The Mets <laughs> are going to sweep the Phillies next this weekend. But it so? doesn't matter. Because guess what? They're idiots because Mickey Calloway is an idiot. Maybe before he started coaching. Jeez, a and what team, are the Phillies? If they're idiots and they're going to lose. <laughs> maybe before Mickey Calloway started managing a team, he should have maybe managed his team on MLB 2K or MLB The Show to get a feel for things. He's an idiot, okay? He has ruined baseball for me this season. He sucks. Edwin Diaz, he sucks. Oh, my God. We gave up one of the best young prospects for Edwin Diaz. Man, oh, man. He should throw the ball underhand. Maybe he'll strike some freaking batters out. You know what? The, the Mets season this year, it it, it, it it reminds me of a scene from The Sopranos when Silvio Dante said, just when I thought that I was out, they bring me back in. And that's what they were doing. And then they stomped my heart out, stomped me on the face, took a giant dump on my chest, and said, guess what? You thought we were good, but we suck right now. And guess what? Mickey Calloway, I would never ever want to see you next season anywhere close to a freaking dugout in City Field ever again. Dude, the Mets season has turned out to be Sal. It, right in the boat. Yeah. Right in the boat. Pop him right in the boat. Yeah, pop him yeah. right in the boat. You know what, Mickey Calloway? <laughs> go back to Mickey Mouse's Playhouse in Disney World, laugh around like a freaking puppy you are, and say, I think we fought hard today. I think he had electric stuff. Get that bull out of City Field. I don't want it anymore. You suck. <laughs> M-E-T-S. Mets, Mets, Mets.